wisdom of God. Let's move on. Two characteristics of the wisdom that prospers. So we are on the wisdom of God now. According to Proverbs chapter 9 verse 1, we see two outstanding characteristics that everybody with the wisdom of God possess or have. Give us Proverbs chapter 9 verse 1. Wisdom has built her house. Who has built the house? She had hewn hey, my new King James Version. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn again. Hewn out its seven pillars. Wisdom has built her house. She has set up her seven pillars. This is what I want. Because I have written set up. And they say hewn. Two things stand here about wisdom. Number one, say wisdom what? Builds. Number two, wisdom what? Sets pillars. So anybody who is prospering with the wisdom of God, builds. And number two, set pillars. You can't tell me that you have the wisdom of God without any buildings of your life. And without any pillars. And the Bible talks about the seven pillars. We are not going to talk about them yet. But let's move on and look at how the wisdom builds her house. Because the two is the wisdom builds and the, the, the wisdom sets pillars. So how does the wisdom does these two things? So let's move on to set pillars. The wisdom builds. There are four major building blocks a prospering mind must have. We are looking at how wisdom builds her house. The house here is talking about the final product, the result, the prosperity, the gain, the blessings, the outcome of wisdom. What wisdom can do for you is that it will build a house. But how do you build the house? How do you get into the house? So we are looking at the building process of a person with wisdom. Number one is identification. Wisdom is able to identify, to see a field, which is opportunity. People who have the wisdom of God, they see opportunities. They don't see problems. They see solutions. They don't see troubles. They see results. They don't see chaos. They identify. You cannot get up to say you are going to build a house and you go and stand at Kole Lagoon and buy a land at Kole Lagoon that I'm coming to build a house. Everybody move and say, ah, everybody will know that there's no wisdom in you. Because we build a house on a solid hold, grounds and you must identify a solid ground, a, a, a land that is free of trouble, a land that is vantage, a land that is at a better place. Sometimes we call it a service plus or a land which is at proximity. Power water. Closer to it. Market business is around it. So that when you pitch your house there, business can flow faster for your house and out of your house. It has to identify opportunity. 
carry the wisdom of God, the first thing that should be very rampant in your life is that you must identify opportunity. When you step in this church, you must identify opportunity to, to save. So if you are the type who always see problems and you don't see the solutions, you are far. And we are people like that. All they see is problems. They don't have the solution. Everywhere they go, they see problems. They see problems. Pastor, why is it that when you preach, you don't do altar call? It's not right. You should be doing altar call. He has said it. Because you don't do altar call, you are not preaching the gospel. I have to change church. They saw the problem. The question is, is it calling people out to the altar the only way we can save them? Hallelujah. A renewed mind is full of the wisdom of God and what? Rich with the heart. Current. Transforming. Succeeding information. There are people who have come to church. We didn't do altar call. We didn't bring them here. I sit in the office and I get mails. Pastor, when I was coming to this church, my life was very bad. But I'm telling you, I am a total. Everybody is shocked in my life. They send me mails every day. I, am, I can totally say that I'm born again. People go through the membership class and they are taught the ABC. And they get totally transformed. The word of God itself transformed. How should they save? Unless what? They ascend. And how? Who ascend? Those who carry the gospel. And when they send them, where do they preach? They preach the gospel. And when they preach the gospel, what did it happen? They hear. And when they hear, how did they say? Faith comes by heart. Hearing. And hearing what? By the word of the Lord. People can come in front of the altar and they will never be saved. And people can stand here and they will be saved. That does not mean the altar, calling people to the altar is bad. Once in a while I do it. Hallelujah. But there are so many diversities that it can be done and you get people to be saved. Acquisition. Ability to acquire, to possess the opportunity. Seeing opportunity alone does not mean that you are wise. You should be able to possess it. should be able to possess it. There's some of us, the opportunities we have seen by how to grab it is the problem now. We don't know how to grab it. We don't know how to possess it. We don't know how to, how to get it. I think somewhere two months ago, I give it to a young guy, hard. Just walk to me. Greet me, Pastor. I say, yeah. Pastor, how? I say, fine. Pastor, I need your help. I say, what is it? I say, Pastor, have you seen that I've been working with that sister? I say, yes, I've seen. Because, and I know, I, 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 I'm beginning to suspect. I say, yeah, Pastor, yeah, your suspicion is right. Your suspicion is right. I say, yeah. So, what's the news? I say, Pastor, in fact, now everything shows 
that we click. In fact, I can see that she likes me. And she knows that I like him alright. But pastor, how to go about it? That is, how to possess to acquire it? I was like, uwe menimwa. Uwe menimwa. Yachuro. It's on my face. Professional of proposal to ladies. It's on my face. It's written on my face. So when you look at my face, you see the professional for proposal to women. So you are coming as to coach you. I said, how did you manage to identify her, to be closer to her? She gave me a long story. I said, follow the same pattern and possess. Amen. If you don't have the ability to possess, I'm telling you, opportunities will come to you and they will go. You will sit in an interview and know that you have the opportunity to get that job, but you will sleep. Because you may not know how to possess it. And it brings us to the third one, which is mobilization. Ability to mobilize. To provide funds, resources, and manpower for the opportunity. Amen. You know, I look at a gentleman and I was like, oh, okay, so you know something? You want to possess. Do you like her? Say yes. Do you want to marry her? Say yes. I say, if you don't want to marry her, don't let me waste my time. I say, pastor, I want. I say, okay. How much money do you have? He say, you're so full. So when your papa because you think love is cheap. It's expensive. How much money? Say, Pastor, I said now 200 is with me. Say, 200 Ghana is in your pocket. He said, Yes. I said, Where is she? Say, She's at work. I said, Tell her. Call her right now and say that you come and pick her to dinner when she closes from work. And when you go, take a new taxi drop in. Say, Pastor, hey, hey, is you. I said, Take drop in. She thought I've ended there. I said, When you take the drop in, take her straight. Don't take her to Frankie's. Don't take her to Papaya. Either you are coming straight to Fiesta or you are going straight to Regent Hotel. By the time we spend this, you are in the process of acquiring because you have what? Expand. If you want to acquire, you have to what? Give out. Bible said it is a blessing to give than to receive. So if you want the blessing of that marriage, give. Throw your bread upon the waters. And upon many years you shall have them. The boy has cut the fella. When she left, I could see in his face that she, he wasn't happy. And, and you see, I spent time to find out even in his wardrobe what is there. I told him everything that he should wear. He went, picked the lady. In fact, he couldn't come to Fiesta or Reg uh, 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 Regent because I said, I said, 
So he went to the Akramo, sat the lady down. Amen. Then I said mobilization. Now you are going to mobilize funds and resources, knowledge and manpower. I said what you need here is what? Knowledge and manpower. I said when you go, after you have eaten and the food is about to finish, don't wait for the food to finish. The moment the food gets finished, she'll be thinking of home. Because it's late in the night. And tomorrow she'll go to work. So don't let the food finish. Have the plates. Use manpower. Pause it. And say that, sweetie, there's something I want you to know. When she asks what, he said that we've been working all this while. And I'm thinking of getting married to you. What do you think? Pause there. Don't continue. Don't say anything. Because if I look at your mouth, if you continue, you will say foolish things. This is just two months ago. This one, I'm not teaching you to propose. I'm teaching him to marry. He went. He said, I did exactly what he did. By the time he said, you know, we've been working of these times, all this while, and there's something that I want to disclose to you. And I want, the lady said that, hold on, I know. Let's go and see pastor on Monday. I was here on Monday. Pastor, are you in the office? I said, yes, we want to see you. I said, I'm going out, so don't get me here. See me when I'm out. I met them. Amen. And they have been going out for the next two months, and they are thinking of getting married next year. So they have come to what? Construction. Ability to construct, to begin and complete successful the opportunity that you have. to construct. Amen. So now they are, they are mobilizing. They are getting ready. They have started. They have already seen the pastor. They have seen the two parents. They are in the process. They are buying in Chelsea. They are asking for wedding ring. They are asking for this. They are now moving on. Amen. It is what? Practical wisdom. Building the house. Some of us, we don't have any buildings. Even opportunity, you can't see. You can't even see opportunity. Hallelujah. Number two, the wisdom set pillars. And then we'll close from here. The wisdom set what? Pillars. And pillars here are referring to structures. Everybody with the wisdom of God has a set structures for their life. Every successful mind, mind has set structures it pursues. If you live this life without structures, you are an endangered species. Life without the structures is like a wild game which a hunter can kill at any time. Your life must be governed by structures. Your life must be pursued a structure. There must be a laid down principles that you pursue. Amen. You can never prosper when you live your life anyhow and anything. You cannot. If you don't set structures for spending money, billions will come to you. All will go. If you don't set structures for eating, 
Opportunity will come, but your eating will let you lose it. If you don't set structures on the way you talk, you will speak anyhow to people you shouldn't have spoken some word and you lose it. If you want to prosper, you must set structures for your life. There must be set pillars. And number one is there must be law and order in your life. That is, you have to set rules for your life and maintain them. Eventually, those rules will affect and change disorder around you. Hallelujah. As at now, as at now, almost everybody in the church and every church worker knows that you have no right to come to this altar if you are not Ada, Yao, or Angelou when I'm on the pulpit. Everybody knows. Because if you leave it, the whole place will be chaos. But if you set law and order and try to maintain it, it will check the disorderness around you. And listen to me, prosperity goes to people who are ordered. God does not give his pearls to swines. He gives his precious gift to people of value. People who make good use of it. People who know how to move things and how to place things. Hallelujah. The socks is on your bed. The plate is on your bed. The last two months, your things have not been washed. You're recycling dirty things. When you go to your room, sakasu. If you want to sleep, you push from somewhere and purge yourself. And you're expecting God to give you a mansion, glass house, diamond house. Even that one room, there's no order and, 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 and structure. The, the room does not have any order that if somebody enters into your house, you want God to give you a mansion. The Bible said that when the queen of Sheba entered into Solomon's porch, he said that mm, even the servant at the posts and how he has dressed his table and even the curtains shows to me that yes, you have the wisdom of God. Just the arrangement of the house. The queen came in and she must conform to the order of the environment. God does not bless people who are disorder, who have no law and order in their life. There's no governance. There is no set rules for your life. Young man says, fathers, grandfathers, sisters, husbands, wife, natives, sisters, late husbands, stepviews, stepdaughter has lost their granny. So go and escort me for funeral. Then you leave your Friday night prayer, leave your Saturday night, leave your Sunday night day service and you go and sit down there. Funeral. Dress big, talk big, live big and come back and then you are tired. You didn't come to your pastor. It's not me. Oh, I went to the whose funeral. Oh pastor, I said long. I don't even know them well but they asked me so I have to go. Anything can move you. Anything can move you. Because you know, Pastor, if you don't do, they will talk. And so what? Are you the first person people are going to talk? After all, what would they talk about you? You didn't come to the funeral. Is that not all? If they were going to talk about your house, your, your ten buildings that the court want to seize, that is what we must fight for you. But if they are talk, going to talk about you, didn't come to funeral and gossip. What is the big deal? Move everything. There's no order. 
There's no structures. Hallelujah. God said, Abraham, leave out of the Chaldeans. Leave your people, leave their house. Come to a land where I will show you. The first time Abraham entered the land, the Bible said that, and God appeared to him and he built an altar. First structure, God. The moment Abraham left a place of disorder and entered into the presence of God, he built the presence of God. This must be the first structure in my life. God, I don't go past God, I don't go ahead of God. God must be me and I must be God. When God is the center of the life that rotates your life, I'm telling you, your life will be principled and structured. Whenever you can go off, anytime you go off the tangent, know that there is something missing and God has been misplaced. There must be law and order. Amen. Disorderness, when people are come to you, they must know what they should tell you. Nobody should appear before you and say anything to you and they go free. And some of the, you, they can stand before you and say anything. Maybe next week I'll talk about virtues. And then I'll talk about how to make your life lovely. And I'll speak here. People can't say anything to you. Talk anything. Because there's no structures in your life. Anybody can enter into your life. People come to your life. Your house, you are in the bathroom. They can open and come in the name of a friend. If you are a friend, not my privacy. Come to you in your bathroom. And they say that. And they say, no, I'm going to talk about it. So, pop, pop. No, I'm going to talk about it. So, pop, pop. The next time we had, hey, sister, way, sister, way, who now goes on? Huh? It shall be a energy, a tinier. It is a bulla with the paint to rub and show back. Huguma, a book. Then you had it. Oh, but who did he say? Who did he say? Who did nobody said? Hey, you are the only one who came to my right. I was bathing, and I didn't know he was such a gossip friend. And I did a friend of you. You know what you do? He is not a gossip friend. You are too open. Process and procedure. You must set a following method to do and keep doing a good work. That always helps the ordinary to do better. There must be process and procedure. How you do things and you keep doing it. Amen. If you wake up at 5 o'clock, you must keep waking up at 5 o'clock. If you pray 30 minutes every morning before you go, you must keep praying 30 minutes every day before you go. You shouldn't say that. Today, the program was nice. So, I, uh, I slept, uh, uh, I watched the program, uh, uh, program, I didn't sleep early. No. You don't know what you want. You don't know what you want. There must be process and procedure in your life. So that when anybody enters into your life, the person will follow the same process and procedure. Amen. Some of us, there's no process. So anybody comes into your life, they come to continue with the disarray. Sometimes you enter some churches and you are wondering. The intercessor comes, is a worship leader. That's the intercessor. 30 minutes. Come on, lift up your voice. Come there, come there, come. No, I feel like we have to worship the Lord today. And he's worshiping the Lord. Then the worship leader come. Come on, lift up your voice. Begin to pray. Come on, begin, 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 begin. Begin, pray, pray. Blowing tongues, blowing tongues, blowing tongues, blowing tongues. 15 minutes. Now begin to be silent. 
Let the Lord speak to you. Let the Lord speak to you. Then they begin to worship. The announcer come. Today we are coming to give the announcement. But we have to shake ourselves. Okay, come on, give us this song and shake yourself. Five minutes and shake ourselves. So which is which? Which is which? The intercessor has preached and do worship. The worship leader has also prayed and worshipped. The announcer has also come to break Jericho walls. What is left for the pastor to come? To come and say the benediction. Then we go home. There's no process and there's no procedure. So how do you expect God to transform such a people to become outstanding? And there are some of this church, if you go there, the same old primitive disorder is there. And some of you have run away. Because in life, everybody is looking for process and procedure. Everybody is going to somewhere. So we are looking for the process that will take us there. And you don't continue keeping yourself at a place where you don't know where they are taking you. There's no process and guidance for your life. But if God is going to bless you, there must be process and procedure. Every morning, and Abraham goes out of the house and face the east and worship his God. To the extent that the Samaritan woman said, Our fathers used what? Pray, hear, and look up to the God. But you said that we shall go to the mountain. The process and the procedure has stayed until the day of the Samaritan woman. And you know the reason why God has to go and bless that woman? Because that woman has continued with process and procedure that has existed for generations of the forefathers. And God said that this is a faithful woman. She is wise. She is not in a rush to destroy the ancient landmarks. And God went there and blessed the person. What are the landmarks that you are following? What are the landmarks? Who is, what is the process? And unless we set on the sum of us, we, unless we confine us to extraction, we can't. Hallelujah. The last one is program and continuity. You have to set a program that will regulate your life in all seasons and for all people, which automatically controls people around you and wins them for you. You have to set programs that controls your own life. And that programs must regulate the people around you and win them for you. Amen. Do you think, why are we doing well as a church? Are we superior? Is ICGC better than any other church? Do we have a different God? No. We have a program and we are continuing with that program. Amen. If you tell you, bring me 50 cities for a block of cement, you come tomorrow morning, you come and see that the cement is on the wall. Amen. If you tell you that we are not doing this, we are not doing it. It doesn't matter how you feel. We are not moved by your feeling. We are moving by the divine program that we are continuing. If you live your life by feeling what people are saying and carry about doing anything because people feel and think you must do like this, you will end up becoming a pauper. Because nobody's program will lead you to your prosperity. No. Every program has its own final result. My program will bring me my prosperity. If you follow my program, you will be a pauper. Because my program is making me a pastor and continue to make me a better pastor. So if you, are, you have a program that must make you an accountant and you jump into my program, you can't be a pastor. So you'll be frustrated. So that is why you must have a program. And that program must continue to keep you 
align. And anybody that you enter into your life will do whatever you want. You, it is hardly for you to come into my office and tell him that, Pastor, I have this gold business. You won't do it. Because, you know, it doesn't fall within my program. Hallelujah. You must have program and continue in it. Wisdom, set pillars, structures that must govern you, your life. Shouldn't be anyhow, any, any, anywhere goes. Anything goes, anyone goes. Listen to me. The time is too short. The time is too short. Between now and the coming of Jesus is too short for you to live a haywire life. It's better to regulate yourself and fall alive. Even if you don't prosper the way you want, you will make it comfortable to heaven. But you don't live your life scattered and there's no program in your life. When we are looking for you, we can call for places we don't know where you are. But you should come to a point when we are looking for you. If we know that we are not at point B, you are at point C. And I deal with people like that. People that I know that if I call them here and they are not here, they are here. So it is easily to locate them and it's easily to relate with them. But if somebody is looking for you, you are scattered all over. So opportunities is chasing you and you are all over. Amen. Because there is no program. You are pursuing no program. When you wake up Monday to Friday, you have no agenda. All your agenda is to go to work if you work. Close from work and get salary. That is all. Some of us, we close 5 o'clock. We get home 9 p.m. Where did we go? We were just hanging around. Drinking. Hallelujah. God told Peter, go to the streets. Say, go to the streets. That is called high. In the house of a man called Barnabas. There's a man there called Saul praying. Go and minister to that man. Because my calling is upon that man. God knows exactly the agenda and the movement. At a point, Barnabas said, where is Paul? The man who was blind, I brought into my house and the, the Lord healed. They said, he is in Arabia. He has been there for 15 years, building tent. He moved straight to Arabia, picked him, brought him back, built him. And he became a great apostle. If we are looking for you, where can we find you? Where can we find you? If opportunity is coming to you, where can you find you? God is looking for you 6 a.m. to bless you. When it comes 6 a.m., you are still in bed. Cover your head with a blanket. Early in the morning, the Bible said that the Lord visited his people. That's early in the morning. And the Bible said that in the cool of the day, he visited his people. There are times you have to spend time to be with God. Even if you are not praying, it is a moment you have said that at this time, I stand up and I wake up for God. What is the time? You don't have a regulating time for sleeping. You don't have a regulating time for waking up. Until the TV close and they finish Akida. You are not out to go to bed. You watch all the junks. You ask Christian, so who is the current preacher making the news in the world? They don't know. Which is the current hip life making the news? They know. They know. What is the latest Christian news in Ghana? We don't know. What is the latest hip life news in Ghana? Castro is with my mother in the sea. They know that one. But what was the current Christian news breaking now? Nobody knows. It's Dr. Otabo who's hitting the airwaves. We don't know. Are we properly, are we ready for God to prosper us? Have we built structures? Are we carrying the wisdom? 
May the Lord give you that wisdom. May the Lord impact that wisdom. May the Lord come into your mind. May the Lord give you the sensitivity, the intelligence, a renewed mind. 